It's not getting it's it, not getting it. All right, so before we get to the next segment of, segment of the podcast, I do want to acknowledge uh, our sponsors really quick. Uh, the Majestic Restaurants Pendergast Club, where we are recording this podcast, and they have been uh, so gracious as to let us record up here. Uh, Jay Rieger, um, they have a fantastic whiskey, gin, and vodka, and it is making its way to a bar or restaurant near you, trust me. Um, and we want to thank them for uh, for their friendship to the podcast. And also, uh, who is actually not on our panel tonight, but one of the podcast sponsors, uh, actually Lane Boland. Uh, he is uh, also wealth manager and he is a sponsor of podcasts. And we want to thank him for everything that he does to make sure that the podcast keeps on trucking. Which brings us to the actual uh, topic of the podcast. And that is... What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> or um, movies that have blown your mind in a good or bad way. And I'll start uh, with the movie, the most recent movie that I think uh, I had the what the fuck are you happy watching moment, which was probably when the anonymous female had me watching <laughs> The Machinist. Mmm. Uh, damn good movie. Damn good movie. Let me let me start by saying that. But I didn't know it was a damn good movie until the very damn end of the movie. Because the entire movie, I kept going, what the hell you got me watching? The movie was so nuts. But it was so, it was such a powerful film, and I don't want to even give any of the movie away. You can't you can't say anything yeah, when yeah. you're watching it if you've seen it because it. It's an amazing, yeah, mind-bending movie, and it has Christian Bale in it uh, from before he became famous, and uh, it, it's definitely acting chops. It's not looks. No, no, no. This is this is this is serious acting shit going on. If you haven't seen it, it's a it's a good watch. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Dave. You know, I don't know if I remember the name of it or not, but I do remember it. I said to myself, what the fuck are you watching this for? It was, um, uh, oh, God, what was his name? In Matrix. Who was the Matrix star? Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu Reeves. And Sean, whatever his name, and it was the one where they always go, dude. Oh, dude, where's my car? Dude, where's my car? And I remember <laughs> going, why in the fuck am I watching this? <laughs> what I mean, I just sit there and kept saying, what the f- Well, that's the most dumb fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. But so, for whatever reason, you felt compelled to sit I watched the whole damn movie, of course. <laughs> uh, well, it could have been Doors My Car if it was the Keanu Reeves and Mike Myers. Was it the Wayne's World? Or was that? No, no that was Dana Carvey. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, was Keanu Reeves in Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. yeah. That's Ashton Kutcher. It was Ashton Kutcher. Well, it was Ashton Kutcher, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Sean William Scott. That's right. Well, see, yeah, that's how yeah, bad yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember who even the stars were. <laughs> I understand, yeah. Nor do I want to. No. Mine would have been Paris is Burning. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had me watch. Yeah, have you I seen say, that? I had have you seen that? No. So I saw the first. Isn't that the sequel of the? No, no. no. So, so, Paris, so Paris is Burning is actually uh, a documentary about uh, 
okay, transgender so, community so, in New York. Yeah, so it's, it's so it's the uh, so it's it so um, so everybody at the table is familiar with house music. So actually, the term house music comes from um, in New York in the eighties. They had basically for really for kind of gays and uh, uh, yeah gays and transgender uh, people they had what they formed what they called houses and most of them it really was like how you think of fashion today the house of whatever right, the yeah. house of this per yeah they so, really had the house of yeah it was a, the house yeah the house wow. the, yeah the, the house of Labasia the house of Saint Laurent the house of uh, uh, extravaganza was one of the houses but it was basically <laughs> you they didn't say it right oh oh well I'll get to that in a minute <laughs> so <laughs> they would um they. And, and, and like I say, it's a documentary. And so, what was happening in, back then was there was so many, uh, so many of these guys were getting kind of you know thrown out of their houses and and all that kind of stuff. So they were coming together and forming families, community. But mm -hmm. they would it do. It really was. But they would do these. Uh, they would do these productions. And, and I, I can't even remember what they called them, but it was basically, oh, they called them balls. So they'd get together and they would compete in these balls and they'd have categories. It was like, um, like, be, like best dressed. Uh, best dance. Yeah, best, be, yeah, it was best all dancer. Kinds of... the, who could pass, like you could pass as a straight man or who could pass if you were transgender, who could pass as a woman. Like they'd have like these elaborate categories, and uh, and they would compete against each other in these in these balls, and they would and they were kind of this underground thing, and and kind of the name of house music, and not the actual music came from came from Chicago, but the name of house music actually came from these houses, and uh, and but it was it was it was the. The first time I saw it, that was the first movie that had me going, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> but it's so... Which is kind of what I was thinking when I first watched but it. But it's by it's, the end of it, you kind of... You have a better understanding of the trials and life that, especially in the 80s, that yeah. this culture went through. And, yeah. and in New York. Yeah, it's So it, it was... It was... It, just, it was it is a very crazy movie. I'm sure. I, 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 <laughs> documentary, I will say that, but it really made me think about that culture differently. Yeah, it's in, in you know, it, like I say, it's and in, in, in some of the some of the older because that's actually kind of who wound up running houses would be like some of these older older guys who had just been living longer and uh, and and had been through a lot of these trials and they had been kicked out of their houses when they were so much younger and they would just kind of collect people and be like, no, 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 you just just stay with me, just flop on my couch, just or you know, or would just kind of be a big big brother mentor type of a person to to a younger guy. And uh, it was just and 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 there was a couple because at first the first time I watched it I actually thought it was gays and lesbians. 
uh, until I re- I, and I think the second time I wind up watching it, I realized there are no women in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was just like it was. It was a woe moment. <laughs> oh man, it was. Uh, but it's it's actually a really good documentary. But it but it is one of those. What the fuck am I watching the first time you watch it? If I say, but yeah, I think the first time I heard him say the House of Labaja <laughs> or. Yeah, I was just like selling it. It's <laughs> like what the like with the like the full mesmerized face. Like what the hell? So yeah, that was uh, with that. That was it. Yeah, Ben. Uh, I've got two that happened to me in, in two different parts of my life. I'm going to explain one and then just probably name the other. Um, the first one was Old Boy, which is a Korean revenge flick. Uh, the premise, essentially, I'm just, I'm just going to explain the basic premise, not to give anything away. Uh, there's a couple of Korean guys are out partying or whatever. One of them's really, really drunk, and he uh, has uh, it's like his daughter's birthday, and he's out getting hammered, you know. So he like calls home and uh, tries to say, "Hey, I'm sorry," uh, you know, whatever. And then he gets literally kidnapped. Like, his friend, like, went to, went to, like, go, like, try to get a cab or something, came right back, and he was gone and disappeared or raced. And it turned out uh, somebody had kidnapped him and then put him in a for-profit private indoor prison, which uh, that, that timeline extended for years wow. in, the, in the film. And then he was essentially released to try to find out who did it and why. That's craziness. Yeah, and that's not really the most fucked up part about that movie. Um, and it's <laughs> awesome. Uh, I would recommend watching it and don't watch it on Netflix. There's a there's an American version. There's been a remake. Spike needed a remake of this movie. Oh, okay. And it's okay. Oh, okay. What well, the original. name of it? Oh, oh, still a boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Josh uh, Brolin plays... Uh, the protagonist in the American version. Still not a bad movie by all means. But the Korean one. Is. You gotta watch the Korean one. It's yeah. phenomenal. Uh, and it was, yeah, just fuck, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Second one was I, uh, I, I was living with a roommate for a while and he always is torn to movies so he had like just gobs and gobs of movies and I heard like, I have heard of this movie and I heard it was very good and I uh, didn't know anything about it though. Zero. So I go into it knowing nothing, and the only preconceived notion I have of the movie is the title, and that was Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, uh, yeah. So That's I, a good movie. So especially going into it not knowing anything about mm-hmm. what it is, I was like, oh, it's going to be about rodeos or something, you know? And then, nope. then, all, <laughs> then every, Totally wrong. Then everything that happened, you know, was just happening before my eyes and unfolding with without knowing, you know, what I was in for. Any promise, yeah. And it was incredibly powerful. Got your it was just like, oh my god, like this is just so sad. And yeah. and mm-hmm. watching the progression of this character and everything that happens within that community during that time period was just amazing. I think um, it's hard watching movies like that when you know they're based on true stories. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And they, and they killed it. They absolutely mm-hmm. killed it. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Once again, acting job. chops for your yeah. ass. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I'm good. Cam? Well, like I said, I'm not a real big movie buff, but uh, loving hip-hop. Love and hip hop is like what the fuck am I watching? I mean, it's 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 it. it, it <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. I can't wrap my mind around. So, so 
not a movie, uh, as you probably have guessed out there in yeah. podcast land. Because I don't have any movies. I, but I agree that it is definitely a yeah. one fucking movie. And, I, and shout out to all those people that are trying to get exposure and uh, build a career and leverage. Keep I get a career. it. career. Yeah. I just don't God. understand... Uh, I don't understand how, reality how, TV. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand how you would want any part of your life broadcast on national television, let alone the, the, the challenging parts and these emotional extremes. So, Would you call that a guilty pleasure as well? It is captivating, but I can only really watch it for five to ten minutes. Yeah. You know, it's... But, you know, not, not in a negative way. I'm just saying, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so two that I can think of for, like, that came to mind quick. Uh, one that I like, but I still couldn't tell you anything, uh, like, how it, what, what it means. Uh, Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. I have no idea have what the fuck what they have not seen the hell is actually really going on. on. <laughs> I tell me, I know like very, the, very confusing. I know That's the idea. One of the only movies that I've seen Jake Gyllenhaal in, yeah. where I couldn't like he actually did a a good job. Well. I guess he is kind of a crazy actor anyway. He is, yeah. Oh, yeah, he plays crazy. Yeah, he well. played that. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's about to say Nightcrawler like, could be I on that list too. Like, that what the one, hell? But yeah, I just, yeah. you know. Donnie Darko's one that, like, I, I heard afterwards, like, the director say what it was, what he was trying to do, but it's still, like, he, weird. It's and so weird that it doesn't really, like, you could have done that a hundred ways. Yeah. It's still a very entertaining movie. It's well acted, but it's just weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the next one would be. Um, uh, and this is one that I despise, and not for the, um, not even for the, for the, for the genre, for the um, culture, or whatever. But Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. I watch part of it, and I, it's one of those. What am I doing? Why I, I don't <laughs> get I don't, I any think, of it. I, I dislike it. One. It's just, it's not, but it's, 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 a, it's a, it's a. I was not a theater kid growing up, and theater kids love it. I get that. Um, it's yeah, I don't like it. It is a cold hit. I haven't I seen the whole oh, thing, and nor do I want you know, to. Guys, let me, let me, <laughs> so awful. Let me, let me say this though. Back in, when I was in Houston, this way back in the seventies and early eighties, they did Rocky Horror Pictures. It was Rocky Horror Pictures show. Yeah. But the live performances. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You still do them, guys. They are. They were. They actually were fun. The live. I mean, because you walk in, especially if you're in suits and you're half drunk and you're sitting there going. The fuck are all these weird people? <laughs> God, I love this. Oh, man, it just, was it was a great night of entertainment. You're right. The movie, it's a spe- which it's I started watching, that I just don't need to see. The movie <laughs> was just not fun. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, just so weird. I say so. Uh, before I know, because I know a couple people on the table need to go, so I will quickly ask, uh, what are we smoking? Mm. Jaime Garcia. Uh, I forget the one it is, but it's really good. And uh, kind of a little go-to. I had another one earlier, but just kind of my little go-to lately. Just the uh, uh, Fuente Grand Reserva. They're they're consistent and uh, it's a good smoke, good size. I like that little double Robusto. It's a good size. Yeah. Romeo and Julieta. Romeo. Uh, God, what was it? I forgot. It's just a great little cigar. It's a little easy go-to. It's an expensive shell. It's that gold label that they came out with. Oh, the aging room one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and I I am smoking a uh, Fuente uh, uh, 
uh, Forte Rosada. Uh, yep. And uh, like I say, uh, Good Smoke actually just, I, honestly, I, I bought a couple of cigars that I thought I was going to bring, and then I wound up leaving them. And, but I love this smoke. It, like I say, it's easy. It's always good. So, uh, Fuente Rosada. And uh, last, last but not least question, what are we drinking? The drink of the summer for me is the Paloma, which I go. read was the national drink of, of Mexico. Yep. Mm. Not the margarita. It still is. And, and, and what is in a Paloma? Well, the authentic, from what I've read, will be a good tequila, um, and it'll be squirt soda, and it'll be uh, lime. Okay. So that's how they, I've read, they drink it there. Right. So that's how I drink it, you know, right. where, where you can get squirted. I think they drink more squirt in Mexico than they drink in the U.S. Yeah, it's really good. And I get the Mexican squirt, too. You can get the Mexican squirt with, uh, with cane the sugar. sugar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can get that from, like, any, like, Costantino's up the yeah, street. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they sell them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have yeah. cane, cane yeah. sugar sodas there now. Dr. Pepper with cane sugar, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They actually yeah. keep those in, like, the refrigerated section. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. So if you want something refreshing, check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Mark? Uh, again, I guess on that gin and tonic kick, I guess that was what I kind of went to for a nice, light, easy drink. A little Rieger gin, some gin tonic. All right. A little lime. Right. Yeah. Uh, a little Rieger vodka, a little soda, a big squeeze of lemon. And I think maybe for the first time, the anonymous female. <laughs> I have the same thing that Mark is drinking, a regurgin and tonic with a twist of lime. All right. Yeah. I just had some ginger ale and bitters because I am on the job. Okay. All right. <laughs> he is actually working this evening uh, because this is a special edition. Yes. Uh, and not our normal podcast day. Uh, I am drinking a uh, Rieger whiskey uh, with a splash of tonic, uh, as I usually do. Uh, so, I want to uh, thank everybody for coming out. Um, I probably could uh, extend uh, our talk longer and would love to, but I know a couple people have to go. So, I'm going to end this podcast in the same way that I end all podcasts with the toast that kind of started this off for me. And that is to good times with good people. Cheers. 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 Yeah.